from The Addict's Guide to the Universe, the book, by Emily Sussman. Love is loving yourself. I became a swimmer at the age of 42. I don't mean that's when I started swimming, which was about 38 years prior to that. But in between, I spent a lot of time just kind of splashing around in the water, doing handstand contests with my friends, taking Red Cross swim tests at camp, where I barely cracked intermediate on any given year, or buying cute bathing suits so I would look attractive as I sat by the pool or on a beach next to the water. But it was only this year, the year after I got completely sober, that I became a swimmer. My swimming story began last summer at the neighborhood pool. There's always a 15-minute adult swim break at 45 past the hour. As soon as the lifeguard's whistle shrills, the hordes of shrieking, splashing kids have to get out. There might be a couple moms who stay in and chat in the shallow end. But otherwise, the water goes flat and still during those 15 minutes. Until I started swimming. I remember the day last June when that whistle blew and everything changed. I was sweltering, sitting there in the sun, as I watched the pool go from turbulent to tranquil in under a minute. The water would feel nice and cool, was my first thought, which was followed quickly by my second thought. If I get in and swim, then everyone will look at me getting in and swimming. Those types of thoughts, the old, oh, I wish I could, but I can't, were not unusual for me. But what I did after that was, I got up and swam anyway. As I made my way towards the pool, I willed myself to look past the masses who were stretched out on deck chairs. I walked past the moms, the dads, the kids, and the older women with skin like oiled leather. Nobody cares, I repeated to myself in my head. Nobody's looking. I lowered myself in. The water felt just like it looked, cool and blue and absolutely wonderful. It felt so good that I didn't stop there at waist deep. I wanted in. All in. So I submerged myself in that wonderful water, and I started out for the deep end. And that's how I started swimming, in 15-minute increments during adult swim. Just an easy breaststroke up and down the length of the pool, keeping my head above water, still wearing my sunglasses. Nothing too ambitious. After all, I didn't consider myself a swimmer then. But man, did I love the feel of the water. It was cool and it was welcoming, and it was wonderful to be in it on a hot summer day. As those little swim breaks went on, I found I loved other things about the water, too. I loved the way my muscles could stretch beyond their usual range of motion, as I flexed my arms, my legs, 
even my spine underwater. I loved how just the right stroke could propel me in a smooth, weightless glide forward. I loved that I could be active or I could be still, and the water would always accommodate me unconditionally. Then, in the last two minutes before all the kids came bounding into the pool again, I'd float on my back, the sun baking my face as I watched the treetops swaying against the deep blue of the sky. In those moments, the rest of the world dropped away. I was suspended, held aloft in a crystalline moment in time. I didn't just love the act of swimming. As strange as it sounds, what I really came to love was the feeling of being myself in the water. This is better, way better than getting high, I thought, for the first time since I stopped getting high. When Labor Day came and the neighborhood pool closed for the season, I didn't want to stop swimming. So I started taking my kids to a rec center across town that had an indoor pool. If they got distracted, going down the slide or playing games, I'd sneak off to the lap lane and swim for a few minutes before they started calling my name again. Pretty soon, that wasn't enough either. I longed to really swim. More often, and for longer periods of time, I didn't want to be just a dilettante little paddler, or a pretty pool rat on a deck chair, or a mom chatting away in the shallow end. I wanted to be a swimmer. But I couldn't convince myself that I was just yet. Not after the humiliating day when I tried to swim a length of crawl and had to stop less than halfway through, coughing and spitting and gasping for air, my arms and legs protesting madly against the whole body exhaustion that literally sunk me. The experience was humbling, but it also gave me the push I needed to make a decision about swimming, this thing I loved so much. Was I willing to let myself make mistakes? In the name of love? Was I willing to do hard things in the name of love? And most importantly, was I willing to believe in myself in the name of love? My dear addict friends, the most seismic change you will have to undergo in your process of recovery, no matter how you happen to feel about yourself right now, is the transformation from self-loathing to self-loving. This is not a transformation that happens imperceptibly or by osmosis or simply in virtue of the fact that you got sober. Self-love is a rock-solid foundation for living that recovering addicts have to build brick by brick every time you make the choice to defy fear and act on behalf of your true self. Should you choose to undertake this loving process of self-construction, you will be rewarded 
with a daily wellspring of freedom and joy and what often feels like warm and fuzzy fulfillment. But I should warn you, these actions will require you to take outrageous, unprecedented leaps of faith in the process. That's because liberating yourself from self-loathing means an end to the destructive reign of fear as your master and all the unhappy, life-limiting conditions it suffocated your true self with. Your deliverance from fear puts a new leader in charge, one that conspires only to help your true self connect, create, and contribute to the limitless life you've got, making the most of your existence in the limitless world around you. Unlike fear, unconditional love would never in a million years dictate that you be a perfect person or have an unblemished past or demonstrate a quantifiable history of success in order to go after what you love. Unconditional love demands absolutely nothing but your grudging consent that you get out of your own way in order to walk your own road of love, which beckons sweetly, gently, to your true self. You may be hearing that siren song of love already, urging you to nurture a particular relationship or pursue a different career path or simply to keep walking the path of sobriety and recovery. Or, let's say, honing yourself into a finely tuned swimming machine. Putting self-love into practice is not easy, but it is simple. It consists of one little phrase that makes all the difference, one that you will have to repeat over and over to yourself. You can call it an affirmation if you like, but I prefer to call it what it is the truth. That simple, self-loving phrase is, yes, I can. I know, I know. Yes, I can shamelessly contradicts the brainwashing fear has done to you in the form of, no, I can't. But once you choose to walk the road of, yes, I can, You have access to a power beyond your wildest dreams. Power that's yours for the taking. Power that gets stronger and stronger inside you with each successive, yes, I can. I'll remind you that this is the same power of unconditional love that allowed addicts like you and me to get sober together as we connected to a source of acceptance and hope we could have never given ourselves through the darkness of our addict shame. The only difference is that this form of unconditional love is called self-love because this time it's you who's choosing to give yourself that same acceptance and hope. Yes, I can is the hopeful choice I made about swimming. 
even after accepting the reality that I didn't really know how to swim. Yes, I can is what got me to join a gym near my house that had a lap pool where adorable but distracting children were never allowed and where serious, intimidating swimmers swam. Yes, I can is what gives me the audacity to go to that pool and swim for an hour every day, even on the days when fear dogs me with its many manipulative thoughts, all intended to prevent me from going swimming. Thoughts like, I don't feel like swimming today. I don't have enough time to swim today. I have more important things to do than swimming. I can't imagine making it through a full hour of swimming today. All the serious swimmers in the pool will be looking down on me when they see me swim. Or the old self-loathing standby, I'm still so terrible at swimming. Yes, I can, is what gave me the courage to attempt my first half-length of crawl in that pool since that disastrous attempt at crawl back at the rec center pool. Yes, I can is what gave me the persistence to keep swimming just half lengths of crawl every day and to start watching YouTube videos about how to swim crawl so I could improve my stroke and my breathing. Yes, I can is what helped me achieve the swim I had today, three months after that first disastrous attempt at crawl. The swim where my lungs felt strong and expansive, instead of on the verge of complete collapse. The swim where I exhaled in the water, where I was supposed to, and breathed in when I came up for air, instead of the other way around. The swim where my arms and legs moved in some semblance of crawl stroke harmony and did not feel like they would fall off my body in exhausted protest. The swim where I swam 12 consecutive lengths of crawl, actually hoping that the serious intimidating swimmers in the pool would be watching. The swim where I realized that I don't just practice swimming anymore, but that I am a swimmer. In the same way, my dear addict friends, when it comes to saying, yes, I can, to following the path of whatever it is that you love, I hope you're soon going to find yourself in that lovely place where you realize that you're not just practicing self-love anymore, but that you're beginning to truly love your true self. First I learned to crawl, and then some other strokes. I can never remember any real good jokes. Do you feel like swimming? Yes, right now, I 
For more information about the book and podcast, visit theaddictsguidetotheuniverse.com.